been in aged care settings at night time where people do deliberately try to put on that again that softer music yep. to try and close down the day yeah, the wind and down. try to you know sort of start wind down the day dim the lights a bit particularly in settings where natural light isn't the the, the most available sure, resource sometimes sure. yeah so there are these times when you when i've seen that in action and that's that's always been uh, i think quite effective because i think it helps everybody just to you know tune in a bit or to 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 where we are in the day mm. i guess yeah so that's always a, that was a nice that's a nice soundtrack i think i think when it comes to when i uh, i don't not prescribe but when i i'm always very conscious of you know when i am suggesting when music gets played uh, it, there's, it's, it's very obviously it's very individual and it's always yeah. very about what, what, what many people want to to listen to themselves. But it's always nice as a way to have certain songs playing at certain times of the day to soundtrack care tasks. Welcome to Music Helps, a joyful exploration of the myriad ways to support the well-being of you and your loved ones with the powerful tool that is music. So I am your host, Nina Clark. I am a musical activist, a music practitioner, and the founder of Musical Walkabout, uh, which is a community interest company who provide inclusive music services in person and online to people living with a dementia, caregivers, health and social care staff, and people experiencing social isolation. So my job is to encourage more people to dive into the musical experience and to advocate for the infrastructure to sustainably support music and dementia activities. Music Helps has a purpose. We're here to promote the use of music for well-being. And here on this podcast, as well as through our bespoke Music Helps staff training program, which we deliver to care sector professionals far and wide. So before I get to today's guest, who I am super excited to introduce to you, I want to welcome you back to season two of Music Helps and to say that we're going to be taking a bit of a a deeper dive into musical walkabouts practice and some of the ways we'll be doing that will be to explore the elements of our company's staff training program with you. So this training program was originally co-curated with NHS health and social care professionals who had specialisms in dementia support and this is now available uh, to practitioners and care staffs wherever you find yourself. So the element of that training that we're going to talk about a little bit today is the concept of the music clock. So this is, uh, this idea, by the way, has been around for donkeys and is really something we, we do, I think, naturally as human beings in the modern world, which is the idea of soundtracking your day with music. So where we might already do things like this, so we might put the radio on in our uh, drive to work, for example, or, uh, you know, listen to, uh, to music as we have our dinner, these sorts of normal, natural parts of our day. 
the idea of the music clock as we have um, developed this within Musical Walkabout is to embed this music into your daily activities as much as possible. So these might be the moments like waking, bathing, uh, getting dressed, um, taking some exercise. It could be while you're eating meals or taking medications. Um, and these activities, when you embed them with music over many studies, have been shown to promote ease and provide, I think, a sense of sort of comforting familiarity to allow these habits to flow. So some of these uh, daily activities may become more challenging when you're living with a dementia. So our ethos is to advocate this idea to everyone. Uh, across the board so that it just becomes a normal part of our our daily activity and then we are prepared for these moments later on. So uh, we trialled the music clock method in a number of different clinical settings ourselves. Uh, we've been in NHS geriatric wards, um, care homes and day centres and we advocate this idea to all of our participants as well as in our training programme. So with that idea in mind, that idea of soundtracking our day with music and how that supports our well-being, it is my absolute delight to invite into this conversation our very special guest today, Ashley Roberts, who is an amazing dementia consultant who currently lives in Victoria in Australia. So... Ashley, I'm going to welcome you into this conversation now and ask you to just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do as a dementia consultant. Thank you very much indeed for that <laughs> very warm welcome. And yes, you're right. I'm living in Melbourne, just outside the CBD in Melbourne, in Victoria, in Australia. This week marks my six-year anniversary, whoop, whoop. having moved now yep it's um oh it's been a wonderful <laughs> wonderful six years so mm. much has changed and happened and I'm, I'm very very grateful for the opportunity that was presented me presented to me all that time ago mm. what is a dementia consultant yes. so I work for Dementia Support Australia which uh, has a variety of different now has a variety of different programs that helps people living with a dementia and their families and their caregivers in the community in aged care to help support them in the management of changing behavior. Mm. So somebody with, living with dementia has a change in their behavior, which could be anything from delusions to hallucinations, to depression, to aggression, uh, right up the way to uh, nocturnal disturbances, irritability, apathy, and so on. And we, try and provide strategies and advice around how to either lessen the impact of that behavior, perhaps being able to cope with those changes or uh, try and reduce the behaviors themselves. Mm. So that's what we do. And I run around Victoria doing this. <laughs> I work statewide. So I've been to one and, and indeed Australia wide. I mean, all the consultants, we, in fact, you know, I, we get called up to go all over the place. So I'm very lucky in my job that I get to see most of Australia as well. Wow. I'm doing this so it, and it's a wonderful and I and I I it's a wonderful job because a the amount of people you get to meet both that you work with I work with the I've said this many times over but I do genuinely work with the cleverest people I do mm. genuinely work with some of the smartest people 
uh, doing this work today, I think, and Amazing. and and meet some of the most interesting characters mm. um, around on my on my thing. So that 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 is, I think, that's what, sort a, of the, what an the, extraordinarily the fascinating job. As Thank well you. as it is, as I'm well as that, <laughs> as well as that job, you are also the co-host of a podcast called Jazz Flain with the excellent Daniel Seddon. Yes. Did you want to tell us a little bit about that since that is very music related? Yes, that is um, what, yes. And in fact, you've just reminded me of something else because yes, you're right. I do incorporate music a lot into my daily living life as a dementia consultant for my clients. And I've just, I've just been asked actually by a, a colleague of mine, if I can, make a Metallica playlist for one of her clients, which, <laughs> cool. which has thrilled me no end. Yeah, I bet. But from Metallica to uh, to <laughs> Chet Baker, yeah, the my friend and I, so when I first got here, I had an idea that my friend Dan Seddon had moved to Australia, but I had no idea where. Mm. And even if he knew who remembered me, because I hadn't spoken to him since I was 16, we went to school together. Oh. I got in touch with him on Facebook just to see if he would still be around or up for a drink or a meet one day. I had no idea where anything was I, I had no idea where Victoria was sure. where Cairns was where anything was I had no idea where he was in the world and um if you if you if you are familiar with Melbourne I was living in South Yarra and he which is near the city and he told me he was in Footscray and that's about it's, that's a 20 minute train right away no. so for me to think he was on the other side of the, oh. of, of, the of the continent He's only 20 minutes by train. Oh. So we met up that week. I got here and we we bonded and shared memories and had a lovely time together and became friends again. Oh. And then fast forward to about three or four years or five years later, six years later, whatever, we um my uh my this is not a huge part of the story, but my mother passed away a couple of years ago and left some money. Um, for me not a huge amount but enough that I would pay off my master's because as well as hosting a, a yeah. podcast and doing the job I'm also completing my master's in dementia Good this, year, Lord. Uh, this semester so I'm nearly done <laughs> I know that I'm ready. uh so that but some of that money I also wanted to put into something else I, I wanted to, to do a project Dan is in a jazz band mm. uh he used to play in a little trio a felonious monk uh tribute band called nice. the Phileas Fogg Trio <laughs> and uh, they've produced an album which I loved, absolutely loved. But who has CD players anymore? Sure. I don't know. So I needed, I needed to, to hear the record on vinyl. And I said, you know, are you going to put it out on vinyl? And they were like, oh, maybe one day. We, we don't know. And I was like, well, what if I invest some money in your band to, you know, so because mum and mum loved Dan, you know, mum, we were school friends, and mum always knew Dan. And I was like, I mean, this way, a part of her goes yeah. into a project you know it goes into a, a thing so during the conversations for all of that Dan and I uh, often talk a lot and he talks about jazz and all he's a jazz musician he's a scholar he's done it forever sure. and he's incredibly knowledgeable and instrumental and I like hearing him talk about it and explaining to me all the things about jazz a genre of music I love but just have no idea why or <laughs> what sometimes and somebody overheard this conversation this night and they said, oh, you know, you, you, you two sound quite funny. You should do a podcast. Oh. And we were like, well, we haven't, we haven't got time. But we, <laughs> we, we said, come on, then. We'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll give it a crack. And that was about a year ago. Yeah. And we call it Jazz Blaine because that's exactly what it is. It's Dan explaining jazz to me. He has no <laughs> idea. 
and and it's been running for about a year and it's sort of become a little bit successful in the sense that we've got listeners around the world. We've nearly hit a thousand streams, which Love is pretty it. exciting. Yeah. We're about 15 episodes in now and we feel confident that we're branching out to have guests on, which um, yeah. you very kindly agreed to do <laughs> later on down the track. Yes, I'm very excited to be on Jazz Plane. Um, the, the, like, it's such a wonderful podcast as well. It's so friendly and inviting. It's one of those, uh, conversations, you feel like you're part of the conversation. So it's a, I think a really, uh, if that was part of what you were hoping to get across, the dynamic between you definitely does achieve that. And, uh, and that's really, that's the ethos I work by as well is like bring more people into this musical world that we're all trying to explore. So tell me, Ashley, how does mm. the idea of the music clock, uh, soundtracking your day, how does that resonate for you in your work? It's, um, I was, I was thinking about this today and where I was in, in an aged care uh, in, in Australia, they call them aged care facilities. Mm -hmm. Still a word I'm not quite comfortable with, but in an sure. aged care home yeah. today. And it, there was two, it was on two occasions where I heard music being played quite, quite significantly as entertainment or to mark the day in this care home. In the morning, it was the, uh, how do you, the new age, I would yeah. like to know a better way of describing it, but new age panpiping yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> like a, so a soft waking off. environment. Yeah. It was about nine, eight thirty this morning. There was this soft waking plinky plonky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Panpipey gift shop music um, <laughs> played on, on, a, on a big TV screen to try to start the day. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's quite appropriate. Yeah. And then it was about one o'clock. I noticed ABBA was on. Lovely. So just after lunch, yeah. clearly there's a bit of ABBA going on. Um, <laughs> Help the digestion. Later on, <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> and then later on, I think there was a, there was like a 60s hits being played um, on the lead up to dinner time. Lovely. And I was curious to know if that was all deliberate because of parts of the day mm. and, and what the rationale was to do that. Usually I've been in aged care settings at night time where people do deliberately try to put on that again that softer music yep. to try and close down the day yeah, the wind and down. try to you know sort of start wind down the day dim the yeah. lights a bit particularly in settings where natural light isn't the the, the most available sure, resource sometimes sure. yeah so there are these times when you when i've seen that in action and that's that's always been uh, i think quite effective because i think it helps everybody just to you know, tune in a bit or to, to, to where we are in the day, mm. I guess. Yeah. So that's always, a, that was a nice, that's a nice soundtrack. I think, I think when it comes to when I, uh, I don't, not prescribe, but when I, I'm always very conscious of, you know, when I am suggesting when music gets played, uh, it, there's, it's, it's very, obviously it's very individual and it's always yeah. very about what, what, what many people want to to listen to themselves, but it's always nice as a way to have certain songs playing at certain times of the day to soundtrack care tasks. Exactly. So we see great results with having people with their favourite music playing in the background, not terribly loud, so it's terribly intrusive, but mm. certainly playing not just in the background, but actually just before yeah. the person wakes up. 
Nice. Or just as they are waking up, yeah. you know? Um, ah, here's a good example. So there was a lady I, I met last week whose favourite song of all time is U2's With or Without You. Oh, nice. And it was a marvellous... I, I, when I went in there and uh, and the song had been playing... Um, I think she almost had it on repeat. Uh, mm. It was like she'd had a it, it, she'd had a religious experience. She's oh. like, "Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you," and yeah. she was so. And this was played in the morning time, just before she woke up, just before everybody comes running in yeah. to give them breakfast and tablets and showers and so on. Mm-hmm. Because Something. I think sometimes that does help us stand the best chance of getting them in the right mood. Yeah, for... and and there's something perhaps with if a song is that beloved and familiar that it. Uh, in a sense, anchors us to our identity and to our past in a way that is comforting and enables us to feel secure as we are about to get into that more active part of the day. That's a great, uh, a lovely example as well. Is uh, is that something you do in your day as well? Do you soundtrack your day? I do. So I have, as my alarm clock is Boston's more than a feeling. Yes. So it starts off Epic. pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> with the music there. Um, I, I have not grown bored no. of that. That tune is opening. Epic. I, <laughs> I tell I've you, never gone I tell you one, like one uh, alarm clock song to not use, which I did in my twenties was when the levee breaks by Led Zeppelin which is just like the most industrial sounding drumming. And I would just like end up throwing my phone across the room. So there are some tunes that work more appropriately than others, but that's a cracking, oh, a cracking tune to that's wake right. up to. Thank you. I used to have, when I was in my twenties, I had, I don't know why I did this. It was silly, but I had cannibal corpses. Wake up to. <laughs> For those who aren't familiar with the work of cannibal corpse, uh, you might get a gist of what they're about from the title. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, not, probably not the best music to wake up to in the morning, to be honest. But <laughs> it's gonna have an impact. Um, yeah, that's where. It, that's yeah, it's got you out of bed, got you to turn it off. At least. Exactly. Um, I love Cannibal Corpse. That's terrific, but just not not at seven a.m. Um, the so then the my my partner will then put the radio on, and over here I think at the moment we've got Fox mm. or Kiss FM. I'm not sure. It's it's whatever we get the best signal on. Yeah. So in the mornings that'll be on, and it'll probably be the pop charts and stuff that's going on. That's okay for me because with respect to all the pop musicians that are playing on it, to me that's wallpaper. Sure. So I don't really have to. Yeah. Think you, you can too hard. Yeah. There's nothing too taxing about it. I'm yeah. not drawn too much into the song. Yeah. Um, you know, unless, unless it's something, in, in fact, I was a confession here, but I really quite like the Taylor Swift single. Um, oh, that's all um, good. Calm, the Karma song that she sings now. Yeah. I, 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 that's one I quite like. But apart from that, it's much more, that's more backgroundy, uh, mm-hmm. wallpapery. If I'm showering, then I'll, I'll, I'll have music on my phone and then. Uh, that'll usually be jazz, and again, that'll usually because I, I know more jazz now than, yeah. than I do. Recently, that's been the John Schofield album that you recommend, hey. which is every morning uh, while I'm doing this sort of so stuff. So good, and it's such a good record. Go, well go. done for oh, Green Tears. Yeah, what yeah. a tune! <laughs> so impressed with that. That was it's great. Delicious. Then, depending on um, how far I'm driving for the day, or if I've got to go out and see a client or not, I'll usually try and get an album in uh, on the way there. Mm-hmm. Usually, again, it's something that's not terribly, terribly 
uh, too challenging for me. Um, if it's jazz or uh, or folk or something like that, I have a variety of playlists on Spotify that I use. So that I've always got enough choice yeah. to know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Quite often as well, I'm listening to songs and albums for, of musicians that I may be going to see live. Cool. So building up anticipation. Exactly. Uh, you know, so my mornings recently been made up of Kurt Elling and and Charlie Hunter because Lovely. I'm off to see, we're off to see them in a couple of weeks. Um, so that's been my morning thing. Uh, during work hours, if I'm in the office, I really will try and listen to music, but I'm so consistent. This is no in the office. It's a very exciting, vibrant atmosphere sometimes mm. and if i'm in if i'm in the zone i can listen to anything and work like if i'm in the zone sure it's fine uh i have there is a i forget this correct there's a youtube channel that used to be uh, lo-fi girl mm. is a you is a, is a youtube channel called lo-fi girl okay and there's something about lo-fi the music genre where i don't know if there's any science behind this apparently i think excuse me, there might be, mm. about some of the best music to study to. Oh. And lo-fi nice. has been this thing where you can um, you, you can listen to lo-fi music. Uh, so that was a bit of a, that's been a huge part of, if I if I need to get in the zone, yeah. I will put lo-fi. Oh, I was also exciting. for a while listening to a lot of Bonobo. Oh, DJ. lovely. Yeah. Uh, for work Mega. purposes, we used to have a, a lot of that on going. Um, yeah. Certainly for studying as well, there's a lot of bonobo. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the end of the day, uh, though, if I'm leaving home, just, well, actually, by the end of the day, but if I'm leaving home, then it's definitely heavy metal. <laughs> uh, no, no choice about that. That's got to be done. Recently, <laughs> it's been bands like, uh, yeah, the Iron Maiden, and, and you know, I've been having a bit Classics. of an Iron Vape. I might. Um, also, the uh, tastefully named cattle decapitation. Has been, uh, <laughs> if you if you want Oops. to hear what vegan vegan uh, brutal death metal sounds like, then that's worth checking out. Oh well. wow! I and I do want to. <laughs> Crikey! Well, that is sounds like a very uh, eclectic soundtrack as well. That's uh, something I love and embrace as part of the walkabouts uh, ethos is often we can think about other people as having one taste in music. But in fact, our, it's infinite, isn't it? Our, our appetite for variety when it comes to music is is endless and can constantly surprise and is worth always investigating new things. I'm so glad you like to go, go. It's cracking. Oh, yeah. And and also the, the surprising thing that we see a lot more at the moment, and, and this is an old joke I tell, but it's um, something that uh, is the clients that I meet now um, because, you know, it's I think you've mentioned yourself when you first got into the mm. into the scene where you were expecting it would be majority of sort wartime of wartime songs. Stuff. Yeah. And everything else. Um, here, uh, you know, which is not always the case, and it was more rock and roll and, and things yeah. like that. You know, today's a good example because ABBA is now being played in aged care homes, which yeah. is which my sister will be will run screaming from. But it is a true sign <laughs> that you know the generations are moving yeah, on a bit. Exactly. So you know, yeah, you two, that chap who asked for Metallica, which has made yeah, my day. Punk. Absolutely. Um, punk. Punk's coming back, and I always used to make the joke. You know, I, I can't wait for the day when I have to risk assess a mosh pit. Uh, <laughs> in an, in a, in a, so that's always a huge surprise. 
Nice. Well, I think this is a lovely opportunity for us to dig a bit deeper into your musical tastes. So we're going to take out the musical eidoscope, our tool, which um, has nine categories. So this is a little bit for since we're on the radio and people can't see what this is. Uh, it's a, like a wheel of fortune, essentially. And I those... Can't... I can't believe it's a real thing. I, I I've listened to this show a lot and I didn't know it was a real thing. I thought it was like something you just pretended to do. And, it but it's is a real, a real thing. Yeah, I had these um, these made about uh, three months ago. They, they are, look, it looks great. It's, <laughs> it's a beautiful, for our listener, it is a beautiful um, myriad of colours, like a, a, a rainbow, if you will. Um, and the musical eidoscope is essentially just us making that musical offer as broadly as we can uh, by not just saying, what song would you like to hear to someone, but by delving into the like the many, many ways you can explore music. So um, I won't list all the categories here, but let's see what you uh, what you get. So I'm going to spin this for Ashley, and then you can explore that with me. So here we go. Pew. Where will it land? Oh, Potluck. So, Potluck. Um, things like uh, musical memories. So, songs that remind you of something or somewhere or someplace. Or like, for me, um, if I think of my Auntie Dooney, I think of the uh, song Save the Last Dance for Me by the Drifters. So, that sort of thing might be a Potluck. Oh, oh, I love the question. I think it's um, all right. I guess for me, it's going to be, it's a, I don't think it's a deep cut or anything, but it will be, it will definitely be I Started a Joke by the Bee Gees. I don't know if that's a deep cut or not, but uh, it was a song, it's, it's, it reminds me of any, a lot of the Bee Gees music reminds me of my mum, but that one in particular. Mm. And she, we had the Bee Gees live album playing. It, it was a mum's, it was mum's tidying up album. You know, like you have sometimes <laughs> have that. an album yeah, that you yeah. use to clean the house with. Yep. Mum had a Bee Gees live album. Oh, I can't remember what it, I can't remember the spe- what it was specifically called, but it was like a brand new release in the late 90s Yeah, that came out. I have to remember it, but it was a live album. And, and certainly that song... Uh, was a real memory. The album itself is a memory. That song, um, and also the one about Christmas trees being tall when I was small and Christmas trees were tall. And I can't remember the name of that one. I think it's got a funny, um, I think it's called 4th of July. Like, I think it's got a, there's actually any early Bee Gees, really. I mean, the those songs, the New York Mining Disaster song was one that, because I can just hear my mum singing them. Yeah. So she'd know all the words and I can hear her singing in my head now. I can hear yeah. her singing those those songs to me. Those songs from the early BG cuts and I'd say Beautiful South mm-hmm. were another band that my mum just adored and would be playing to me. And that music, so that the Bee Gees music often I visualize and see my mum singing it while cleaning the house. And yeah. uh, Beautiful South was music that was played when we were very small being uh, in the back of the car. You know, you'd sit in the back of the car. Yeah. I'd be I'd be fascinated yeah. to know if that was a... I think a lot of people, a lot of us growing up would have been in cars 
with stereos and I'd be oh, yeah. wanting to know if what he had a back of the car. Oh, to, like album. absolutely. Peter Gabriel. So Billy Joel, all of that's like, absolutely. The ba- There are, there are whole like Hall and Oates albums that are just the back of the car. Like I don't remember listening to them in the house. We just wow, wherever we were going. Yeah, that's a good... So there's something that's, a, that's, that's, a great point. that's very exciting about that. Oh my goodness, we're off on a journey somewhere. We're off on somewhere or driving home, you know, yeah. back to back to your sanctuary. Yeah. Or something like that. Aww. So those those are mem- yeah, those are good. Those are my two solid memories, yeah, that I that I have Love um, that. about music and mum. Yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing that, Ashley. That's really lovely. Uh, let's spin it one more time, shall we? So here we go. Rock and roll. <laughs> And, oh, it's landed on That's Showbiz. <laughs> so this can be um, anything you like from that, that sort of world of, um, world of show. So it could be show tunes, musical theatre. It could Ooh. be uh, film soundtracks or television themes that are meaningful to you. Anything like that. Uh, I know for, for me and my partner Sam, we we love listening to Indiana Jones in the car. That just gets us gets us where we're going. You can imagine the little red dots on the map. <laughs> wow! When I made, I used to make compilation CDs for people. Yeah. And uh, I, it's a it's a it's an art and a and a joy oh, totally. to do them. I think, mm-hmm. as um, Nick Hornby wrote, you know, there's a real art to making it. Mixtape, you know, hundred percent. You have to convey a message. You're using other people's art to convey a message, right? You know, yeah. it's this idea. I miss doing that. I miss mm. doing that. I don't think I we do that enough anymore. I suppose playlists, playlists. are the next best thing. Yeah, that we can do to say I've curated this, curated this for you. Uh, for a while, I used to, in the showbiz sense. For a while, I used to as track one on everybody's CD I made them was the opening theme tune to Back to the Future. Yeah, because ba, there is nothing. Ba, ba. Like it. Oh, that, that is it. just you humming that part. is <laughs> very exciting, uh, isn't it? <laughs> it's something about that. I don't, I can't remember who could, I'd love to, I, you, you, I don't know who composed that. There oh, used to be the Danny Elfman, uh, isn't it? Danny Elfman. Was it Danny so. Elfman? I'm just going to check, but I think so. Yeah, run the thing. Because we, do you remember you ever played the John Williams game? What's the John Williams you, game? So it's where you sing a bit of one of the three movies and then see if... I <laughs> know, oh I think it's where you can try and sing all three of them one after the other, which is Indiana Jones. Um, is it oh, Indiana Jones? sorry, Star Wars it's Alan it's Silvestri. It's not Danny Elfman. What am I talking about? Oh, we about? do apologise to Alan Silvestri. Yes, then, indeed. Like, uh, no, so how much um, of the John Williams song do you sing? Like two or three notes you, or...? Yes, you need yeah. to be able to get the, the sort of... If you're you doing do love themes, it's going to be very complicated because they're all the same. <laughs> Mm. Oh yeah, that's da, right. Yeah. So it's just Superman. <laughs> oh, that's quite that's quite nice. So it's just Superman, Star Wars, and Indiana Jones, one after the other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's great. Da da yeah. da 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 da. Or da, <laughs> da 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 da. It's Superman, isn't it? There we go. So five, 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 five. Um, and then yep. Star Wars. Oh gosh, how does the Star Wars thing go? That's the game. Yeah. It's once you're infected with Superman, it's impossible to. That's right. It's really hard to move on to the other one. Yeah. That's the game. Oh, I love it. 
I imagine that's even trickier with wine. <laughs> it is much trickier with wine, or <laughs> well, I would love to see if we could throw, if we could throw Jurassic Park into that, and sort of you could do the four of them. Do, that would be quite do, cool. Do, do. There you go. <laughs> that that's one, Indiana Jones. <laughs> it's the dinosaurs. <laughs> How you remember that one? <laughs> Um, I've never heard that's amazing. <laughs> that's just what we sing in the car. <laughs> um, oh, that is delicious. So definitely back to the future. And thank you, Alan Silvestri, for having, you know, scored that. They, like, I'm transported by that, even those opening intervals of that piece of music. And what an epic way to open a mixtape. You should, like... I've only recently sort of got into playlisting and actually through Musical Walkabout because it's something we advocate people do. Um, and it's almost too easy because I remember when you would be making a mixtape onto a cassette, that is a challenging operation that I was Skill. really like passionate about but always a little bit slapdash. So I would get complaints from friends that the song... I'd like, oh, the song sort of finished halfway through at the end of this side. So I'd just turn it over and then the song would continue <laughs> the second half of the song. You're like, also a little bit too much sting on all of these mixtapes, Nina. Um, too much sting? As if there's any such thing. Um, Had you, you heard of something about the Blue Turtles? Oh, Dream of the Blue Turtles. It is and a sting. I, no, I, I, someone told me Sting wrote an album called Dream of the Blue Turtles. And uh, yes, all right, I it's, believe. It's an early one. Uh, I prefer Soul Cages myself, if we're going to. Uh, we really shouldn't well, get yeah, me started I, I on Sting. I don't have enough Sting in my I'm sorry, I've got to Oh, this out. get into the Soul Cages. It's beautiful. But also, definitely his two best albums are Ten Summoners Tales and Mercury Falling. So, like, 91, right. 94, thereabouts. That's Brilliant. more okay. than enough of me talking about Sting. Good Lord. How did that happen? Um, thank you so much, Ash, for exploring the musical Idescope with me. And I'm going to uh, I'm going to play the John Williams game. So I would love you to uh, is are there places that we can find you online, Ashley? Where can we find That's a great question? Yeah, where can we um, find more information about the Dementia Center and Jazz Blaine? Right, go to all of those things. So Dementia, <laughs> uh, if you go to, you can find Dementia Support Australia's information over at dementia.com.au. Mm -hmm. um, that's great for lots of resources and things. Uh, if you want to learn a little bit more about Dementia Centre, I think that's dementiacentre.com.au. Um, you can Google these things. Sure. Be, you can find them that way. Uh, jazz Blaine, the um, Jazz Blaine, we, Dan, bless his heart, has set up a Jazz Blaine um, website, I but saw. he spelled it wrong. Oh. So it's Jazz Blaine with an S, which is sort <laughs> of correct because we're explaining something, but it just two Zs and an S didn't look quite right together when <laughs> it doesn't look right when I wrote the thing. So there is a jazzsplain.com. That's brilliant. For the website. Yeah. But also you can um, find us on Instagram at jazz underscore plain. Yeah. Uh, or it's on Spotify because we play, because it's a music and talk podcast. So yeah. we do 
talk about jazz musicians play all their hits and so on or deeper cuts as well and go through them so you can actually um you can listen to the songs with us as we listen to them lovely and so that's on spotify and that's jazz plane and yeah do there's a there's, there's yeah it's, do check it out yeah i think that's a, it's that's, so joyful that's where you can find those things yes Wonderful. I'm also on YouTube doing a lot of strange videos about Dementia Support Australia. So Ooh. if you just Google my name, apparently you can find me talking a little bit about some of the work we do on on there. Brilliant. <laughs> no, that's super useful. Thank you, Ashley. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on Music Helps and for diving into the idea of the music clock and sharing some of your, uh, you know, most beloved music with us. It's always so interesting for me. I just love doing this podcast because I've come away with loads of tunes I'm going to go and check out now. And I hope you have too, listener. So to our listener, thank you for listening today. If you want to hear more from Music Helps, please show your support by liking, rating, reviewing and subscribing to the podcast. Subscribing really is the thing if you can do that. To check out more of Musical Walkabout shenanigans, you can follow us at Musical Walkabout on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn and YouTube. I'm not calling it X. To get involved with our music, just not doing it. To get involved with our Music Help staff training or for more information on our ethos at Musical Walkabout, just visit our website, walk, uh, musicalwalkabout.com and book in a free introductory chat with me to explore how we can support you to bring more music solutions to your working environment. How about that? We love to hear from our listeners, so please leave us a comment and let us know how music helps you. If you want to play it forward, share this podcast with a friend and music buddy and join us next time to discover more ways that music helps. So, Ash, will you join me in saying uh, toodles to everyone and help us keep the music flowing? Bye. Thanks again. All content discussed on Music Helps is for educational purposes only and expresses the individual opinions of Nina Clark and Musical Walkabout and should not be construed as personalised medical advice. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Consult your GP for any medical issues you may be experiencing. This entire disclaimer also applies to any and all guests and contributors on the Music Helps podcast.